Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined in the studio by a favourite actor of uh, mine and Andy's, Robert Bathurst, who is, of course, uh, in Toast... Hmm. And in Cold Feet, yeah, and in the uh, Dad's he Army, he could be a Bathurst. Do you think he's a Bathurst? Maybe it's you being. I, th- I always thought he was a Bathurst. I never thought he was a Bathurst. <laughs> Lord Bathurst of Bathurst <laughs> sounds like one of those, doesn't it? We should have asked him. We should have. Asked him. Very yeah, nice man. Um, you'll hear from him. Slightly uh, less posh, Ian Abrahams. Oh yeah, slightly, slightly. And um, we sent we sent him out on a quest yesterday over in Qatar. He's there for the World Club Cup, so you'll hear what happened. Yes, and very amusing, I thought. Yeah, and we had a bit of a chat about various matters, uh, which you'll hear now. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, it was our uh, staff, our H and J staff, uh, do last. We night. took the uh, we took the our small uh, hand selected team out <laughs> for a few beers and something to eat. The but best. We all quite fa- I, mean, I suppose the yeah. nature of the job we do. Once we'd mm. eaten and had a couple of beers, we all quite fancied watching the football that was on last yeah. night. We're quite lucky a sports bar has just opened yes. over the road from us. It was quite good, isn't it? And uh, we, I mean, we, so we kept an eye on. We were doing uh, uh, Leipzig Dortmund, weren't we? Terrific uh, game. I watched the end of that when I got home. Great. And we're doing uh, Bristol Rovers, uh, Plymouth. The producer was desperately hoping oh, Plymouth would get was, beaten. He was very anti-Plymouth. <laughs> Unbelievable. Celebrating when the Rovers' goal went in. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, yeah. Liverpool's um, young side, who I thought for 20, yeah. uh, 25 minutes were, were fantastic. It's a very interesting thing. They had more possession. I've gone stats mad lately. Yeah. They had more possession, more shots. Yeah, Same number first on target as, as Villa. And right the way through. They were very amazing. unlucky. If yeah. one of those had gone in, those two good chances yeah. they had, they got caught out by a really Spawny, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good free goal, kick, goal was, but the second goal yeah, was just lucky. a ridiculous yeah. deflection. But, but you know, I thought they did well. It was last a good discussion night. on breakfast this morning about whether Jurgen Klopp was right. Virtually every Liverpool fan felt he was right, and all, yeah. the, all the other fans who see it through their club prism thought they were just you know, letting down the cup and all this stuff. But I don't see what choice they well, had. Well, I think really. we, should, we should get used to because Martin Lipton's going to join us shortly for his columns out in the sun today. But on Monday, wrote a very interesting piece about. Plans to shake up the Champions League, more mm. games, and we're going to see. I think it will lead more teams in the top four to do what Liverpool did last night. We're going to end up, if we're not careful, with the League mm. Cup being a bit like the Checker trade uh, that we'll see almost under twenty-three yeah. sides being put out by well, it's, clubs it's, that are involved it's kind of in Europe. In cricket, hasn't it? They sort of sideline yeah. the fifty-over tournament. You know, tournaments can this can happen. You know, if they got to make 
There's only so much room, there's only so much yeah. football they can play. But the interesting thing last night, the listeners will know that I do have a bit of a poor memory. And this was one of your finest this, ever. This, this is was. a classic. Yeah. I completely forgot that we were going out last night. Because I, so I say to the producer, where's that? Because we were yeah. just putting the podcast together, finishing editing yeah. the podcast, the guys were, and we were going to pop out and have a drink and something <laughs> to eat. And I said, where's Andy? Is he kind of working the room? And he said, no, no, I haven't seen him. for." And then Joe, one of our team here, wasn't working yesterday, but he came in for the drinks. And Andy saw him on the way out the building. Andy had forgotten we were I'd going gone, out. I'd have gone home. My, he was just about to go out. He said, oh, Joe, what are you doing here? He said, well, I'm going out with you and the, and the team for the... He said, I thought it was... You said, I thought it was tomorrow. Even though the producer told you last week it was Tuesday. So uh, you say, oh, yeah, he said, I thought it was tomorrow. But then you come back and you're saying, I'm not psyched up for tonight. <laughs> but I wasn't. What's to be psyched up for? It's a social event. If you're not asking your gun sort of <laughs> open the batting for England, you know what I mean? He said, I was going home, I was going to open me parcel, I was going to have me spaghetti, and I said, well, now you're not. Now, but to be fair, you warmed up, Andy, I and did, uh, you right, did warm up. You did psych yourself up eventually. And you know, what my a usual piece of work. Attacking everybody. <laughs> once a year. Once a year. Great, and he couldn't remember but, we were but, going uh, out. Joe's a, a great bloke to go out with. He's, he's teetotal vegetarian. Yeah, it was a cheap night, wasn't it? Oh, perfect. It was a cheap night, Considering some of the old soaks that we've had working on the show over the years, it was it was second mortgage job, wasn't it? We had quite a meat-heavy uh, meal. Uh, oh yeah, everybody's night. yeah. We were, you know, quite a few people nice. had a restless night amongst. <laughs> we did. Quite a restless night. It really. wasn't great. Meat-heavy. But, but this is interesting. In the Sun today, vegan Christmas feasts sold by supermarkets are often packed with salt, sugar, and saturated fats. Yeah. You think at the many that flout anti-obesity guidelines, you think, yeah, of course, a normal Christmas dinner's perfectly healthy. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is, yeah. yeah so about 4,000 calories, but don't worry about it. It's a bit it. of a beast, that's true. Anything else? Yes, uh, we're going to talk about this. Claire Balding is taking over from Tony Adams as the Rugby Football League president, and this is a basically ceremonial position. Uh, Tony Adams, that's right, did it last time. Yeah, as you Tony say, Adams. Yeah. I think, what about Rita Ora next year? <laughs> Why not? Well, I don't know. I suppose he actually likes a bit of rugby league. Yeah. Hunslet, I think. But uh, it's quite good, really. It's quite good for profile, isn't it? That you well, have this, sort of this ceremonial it. it's job. It's a strange one, though. That you, you know, somebody that's not connected to the sport at all. What about our own rugby league man? Was it, would he ever be in the frame? <laughs> I mean, who better to fly we the never, flag for rugby league than a man him. called rugby it, league it, man? This is the point that we don't hear from him because it was a brilliant piece of fashion. He lives in Milan now, doesn't he? He does. He spends most of his time in Milan. <laughs> it was a brilliant piece of fashion writing this morning yeah. in the Times. It is such nonsense. This is how rugby league man came about. It's such nonsense. It says, "Well, do you what, want to read it to us, or do you want?" Rugby league man to do it live. <laughs> well, doesn't seem keen. Rugby yeah. league man, does he? He's not. Keen. No, he's not. I'll do it. it. Says, welcome to the age of the great frock. The A-list couldn't get enough of dresses this decade, and neither could the rest of us. What do you mean this decade? What decade in history did women not wear dresses? Yeah, that's true. Why is it suddenly a thing for this decade? It's not, is it? Suddenly in dresses and trousers. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't rubbish. mean anything, does it? No, it doesn't mean anything. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport joining us in the studio. It's a, a pleasure to meet because we missed him last time he was in. Actor Robert Bathurst. Good afternoon, Robert. How Hello, are you? Hello. Hi. Very well. Uh, you'll know Robert from Cold Feet, uh, from uh, Toast, and also from uh, the, the recent uh, kind of lost scripts from Dad's Army. But you're, you're, you're back in the theatre at the moment. We understand. Well, I, just... I think we're all aware this is not necessarily the TalkSport <laughs> heartland, Robert. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yeah, it starts in February and it's a show I've been brewing for about 
eight years. It's uh, been adapting to books like books not written for theatre, and uh, and there's two of us in it, and he's got cartoons in it. Oh, <laughs> it's called Love, Loss, and Chianti. Yeah. The reason being that both books are about love and loss. There's a lot of drinking in the second half, so I call the show Love, Loss, and Chianti. <laughs> it sounds good. And is it a, a, a poet? Uh, is this a poet you know? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a poet I, I've met, and I, I read that one and read this book and uh, really thought this could be banged out to an audience. And the other one is really fun. One's very sad, one's very funny, but they're both by him. One's autobiographical, one's fictional, and um, there is a connection between them. The language is so clear, so emotional, so funny wow. uh, that I thought this could go work with mainstream theatre audiences. Excellent. Okay. Do you, and do you enjoy theatre acting? Yeah, I do quite doing. a lot of theatre. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I did was uh, did uh, Peter O'Toole. Well, I didn't Peter, but I did uh, Jeffrey Bernard. Um, oh, yeah. Is unwell in the Coach and Horses pub, oh, so he so he found seventy people into the pub, and uh, yeah, I, that must uh, have been fun. It was great fun. Yeah, it's mm. gone now, isn't it? The Coach and Horses, isn't well, it? Anymore? It's sort of there. It's there actually. The four, the thing's still there. A few pictures have gone off the wall, um, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I went in the other day. It looked pretty, pretty, pretty much the same. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear because I was hearing uh, yeah, stories in no, no, the no, country. That's good to hear. Because you've just telling us you've just made another series of cold feet mm. and uh, the last series quite a, quite a challenge for your character really in that because he was really down on his luck wasn't he in the end sleeping in the airport yeah he did he sort of slept in his car <laughs> slept in the airport and uh, it's, it's sort of that sort of thin dividing line between how how quickly you can take a tumble mm. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. and when things all fall apart and uh, yeah it was, it was well drawn enjoyed doing it you, we also saw you, as we said, in, in the, the, the Lost Scripts, the Dad's Army Lost Scripts, and I thought the casting was, was fantastic. It's a very... Because people are so attached to the characters. It's mm. so much part of their lives that yeah. when you recast it, you're always going to compare. But you'd played... John Mazzurro, uh, before, hadn't you, in uh, the Hattie Jakes biopic? Yeah, exactly, yeah, that there part. was the thing with Ruth Jones yeah. and uh, Aidan Turner, which uh, about Hattie Jakes, and yeah, when John Lemez, um, he was married to Hattie Jakes, and when she took a lover, um, he didn't leave the house, he just moved into the spare room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was quite, it was quite tragic, wasn't it? It remember, was, yeah. it really was, yeah, 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 he took the easy way out, and it made his life much more complicated, really. But, but then that, we did the, uh, the, the, the Dad's Army thing, mm. and, and there was no point in doing it if they, if they were available on DVD, it was only these three last episodes of the yeah. fans of Dad's Army was so exercised about it that they couldn't see them, so uh, that we went, we, we we made them, and uh, they they were the they 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 were seen to go well. And uh, yes, as I said, the, the casting generally was very strong, wasn't it? You kind of, everybody kind of pulled off their character. It was done in the right spirit. You yeah. know, we weren't trying to say we're better than this, we're better than them. We're not trying to say we're doing something different. Yeah. On the other hand, we still had to make it breathe and make it seem to sort of work and make the script work. Uh, the script was diamond, and uh, so uh, we had great fun doing it. But the whole point was to try and just, just to give the fans their, the scripts that they've lost. Yeah, and we are, I think, probably almost the thing we like you most in because we love it. It's, we're quite disappointed you're not wearing the dressing gown today <laughs> toast. from Toast of toast London. Of really. Really. Uh, if, if people have never seen it, they show it on Netflix. It's available there. I, yeah. I discovered it. If you've never seen it, it's one of the funniest comedy series ever, it's I think. It's a very difficult show to describe. It's very difficult to sum yeah. up. Matt Berry and uh, Arthur Matthews uh, wrote it and might write some more one day, who knows. But, uh, yeah, my character had, a, had, had to sleep with a Bruce Forsyth lookalike in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. That sort of sum, <laughs> su sums up the sort of area that was, where, that where was we're in there. was a particularly memorable yeah. episode, yeah. Yes, wasn't Matt it? Matt Berry's character is absolutely he's awful great. bloke, really. Yeah. He's, a great, he's, great, he's great, but he's... It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah no, is there a chance of it coming back then, Robert? Yeah, is Matt always says, oh, well, let's do some more, and then and then he's he's gone off to do some vampire thing in Canada for the next year. So oh yes, I've seen so, that. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What we do in the shadows, yes, yeah. that's yeah. good yeah. as well. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he's uh, so he's off doing that. So uh, who knows? Two twenty twenty one might might provide more. Oh, good. good. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, Sports wise, sorry, Clem Fandango. Uh, yeah, Clem Fandango. Fikini Bamalam, maybe. We need him back. Um, yeah. So sports wise, <laughs> you uh, you're a Brighton and Hove Albion fan. Yeah, I'm in, I, in football. I support Brighton, um, and uh, and I sort of came to them when I moved to Sussex. And I went down to the With Dean, and I sort of took, took got taken by a lifelong fan of of Albion. And uh, I sort of took them on, and I just saw they were—they became my team. I, I'd been out of the game for a while. I've always always enjoyed the game. Wherever I'm working, I'll go to see the game. If I'm in sort of Vienna or Accrington or wherever it is, I always. So you always game. taking a match. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, a good, yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's a great one. Accrington v Vienna. Yeah, Accrington yeah, <laughs> v Vienna was, was tremendous. They like rarely cracker. draw each other. <laughs> do they? Well, actually, the, 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 the Austrian Cup. Sorry, Ron. Yeah, yeah, the atmosphere at Accrington is absolutely fantastic. They have three rows behind the goal with a big banner saying uh, Stanley Ultras, and they had a drum. They could be at San Siro. For <laughs> you sure it's not a bloke called Stanley Ultras? Be Stanley Oldtrass has got a shop in Accrington. <laughs> it is. I'm sure it's that. Yeah, exactly the that. family, the big in Accrington. Yeah, yeah. So, which other weird and wonderful places have you taken in a game when you've been working then? Well, I, wherever, I, wherever I am, I went to, I mean, it wasn't weird and wonderful. I went to um, uh, Liverpool the other day, see, see, see Brighton. Oh, okay. Um, I've mm. been to, um, I mean, whenever I'm working, on uh, Nottingham, uh, uh, Norwich, wherever I'm working, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the game. It's e- it's e- it used to be easier, of course, to, to just to, to walk in. Um, and uh, so uh, you just work out, work out which end you're standing at, and make sure you don't make you make the right noises. You know. Do you get do you get recognised when you're at the games? When yes, you're so the match, but uh, people are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there a cry? I mean, uh, is there a, is there a, <laughs> what are people? Do they is there a kind of line? Is there a part of your career? Do they shout something? Well, it you? entirely depends on the generation. If they, if, yeah. they're, if, they're, if they're old, they say hi, Downton Abbey. If they're middle aged, they say cold feet. And if they're young, they say hello, toast. <laughs> So they just say the hello and yeah, the name like and insert name yeah, of the yeah, show here. Yeah, it's been yeah. quite interesting being a Brighton fan this year because yeah. you'll have loved the club, whoever's managing them. And, and Chris Hewton did a great job. Yeah, I agree. But Potter's come in and he, he's just made the team play in a different way, which, let's be honest, is more attractive to watch. Yes, it, uh, they do seem to be. And the last, the last half of last season was agony. And um, I, I loved Chris Hewton. I loved, the, I loved his attitude and the way he, way he was and the way he was with people and... And uh, and it was brutal when when he went on mm. that, on that uh, just overnight, and I think he felt that as well. Um, and uh, they were talking within a day that uh, Graham Potter was coming along, so obviously chats had been going on, uh, you know, uh, at that time. However, um, yes, I, I, I'm always I'm always very sort of wary of messiahs, though. I mean, there was mm. when 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 people come to a team, um, maybe Tottenham, who knows, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Newcastle and so forth. They've other, already who, given who, a new contract. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. Well, he must something must have been going on. So they they quickly um, assured him up for for however long it, it is now. Um, but he is no he and he does and people. He, I, I've been told by people um, sort of involved in the, in the club that um, he's very good on just on. I know without being too sort of poncy about it, the holistic side of things if you know, yeah. if players oh, yes. if players are bored yeah. and, and and maybe they can't you know they have they don't have much to do else uh, outside the game and and they, he makes sure that they do and they he he brings them in and he talks to them and he talks to them in a way which as you I understand quite rare in, in football management yeah we were talking to the goalkeeping coach at Osterson's David Priest who's a coach and used to be at Sunderland he was in the studio a couple of weeks ago and they love him they still love him there they talk mm. about these unorthodox methods he had and he's he's kind of seen as a future England manager people in the know see him as someone that's going to go all the way so you yes. can understand why 
the Brighton board have wanted to ring fence him. Absolutely, and celebrity hasn't taken hold on him yet. He's, he is what he is, and he does it really effectively. Mm. He's not Any vanity that he's got isn't on show. He's just about the game, and he's just about the players. And uh, I think that'll take him a long way. And you get down to Hove to watch the cricket? I do. Uh, to Hove to watch the cricket, not, not um, enough. I don't even get to see Brighton too much. I mean, I went to see them on the downfield, and I'm going to see them on New Year's Day. I'm away quite a lot, and uh, so... I playing of course Chelsea, I follow them. Playing Chelsea, indeed we are. Yeah, 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 three yeah, points yeah. gone. Yeah, and we had Tottenham there to, uh, not so long ago. And, That's uh, right. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah we got yeah, it's yeah. a Boxing Day. We got uh, it's, we're billing it as uh, the revenge game. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's we won our own back. That was uh, that was a, that was the low. I think that was the moment all Tottenham fans, even if the ones that love Potch felt. Yeah. Now this isn't this isn't happening anymore. anymore. I think yeah, we snuck was, in there somehow. Yeah, yeah. just just, just <laughs> it was the right a great performance. Moment. It really yeah. was. Yeah. A they're playing well, and you know we're still in the in the in where we are. But and there's no expectation of success. Yeah. But it's it's looking really promising. Yeah, I think goals might be an issue. I mean, the other night they can completely outplayed Palace for 75 minutes and they got a second goal mm. game would have been over but they didn't and then by the end of the game they were hanging on a bit yeah yeah no yes and uh, they're, they're looking for that Mopé scoring but uh, yes they do they're not they're not you can't uh, rely finishing, only finishing on Mopé yeah. no I know and that's right. but they've got some really good Alcetti is, 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 uh, Stephen Alcetti is, is a magnificent player and uh, Trossard and, proper yeah, yeah, terrific yeah, yeah, proper, so exactly. yeah. Set no, no, it's looking good it's looking good and jump racing your other I love jump racing I'm not that keen on the flat only because you just can't I can't I, 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 when it comes to the Lincoln or the Guineas, I think, who are these? You know, I can't. I can. They've been in Dubai for the previous yeah, they couple don't of months. Stay. We've, we've been talking because we love jump racing too, yeah. and I think a lot yeah. of it is that the jump racing horses have much longer careers, so you mm. can, you get to know them as characters. So you, each year that you go back to Cheltenham, you recognise them. You, yeah. you, it's the same names, the same horses. Yes. Whereas in the flat thing, they basically they win a few good races and then, then they're off to start. You watch them move up the ranks, don't you? That's the thing with yeah. the, the Cheltenham horses. You know that they you, you see them kind of uh, graduate onto the bigger races, yes. the, the yes. more kind of lucrative races. Yes. No, it is absolutely right. I, mean, I take that point completely. You follow um, you know, um, a Moscow Flower or any or any of these horses, uh, and then you've got these big you've got these big show offs. On, on uh, say Kempton, we've got uh, Lost in Translation and uh, Surname. Uh, that's going to be a, a huge one, and mm. and, and uh, they hopefully will be uh, going ding dong for the next couple of year, few years. At least. Do you get to Cheltenham, Robert? You... I have done. Well, of course, again, work uh, gets in the way of that, and and with the play coming up, I'm going to be on stage for that. So, I have in the past um, been doing a play and been listening to a race just before I go on stage <laughs> on, on, a, on a matinee. That's and, uh, not good for the performance. If not, you just lost money, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, quite exactly. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from talk sport hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I was watching the highlights last night of Flamengo's game and uh, they made hard work of it. They were 1-0 down, but they mm. did fight back. Um, and the Flamengo fans, so we'll hear from Tim Vickery later on, 10,000 of them have flown to uh, to Doha for the games. Man, and uh, they say, Liverpool, we're ready for you. Well, we'll see. Yes. Uh, the, I wonder if the Moose has caught up with any uh, Brazilians yet. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, boys. Yeah, you know, I've seen seen loads. I mean, a lot of them staying in my hotel, and they are they are absolutely dying for Liverpool to win tonight, so they can uh, they can take them on in the final. That's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, did they have kippers for breakfast, like yourself? <laughs> no, I, I I was intrigued actually. I didn't know what a uh, what a Qatari kipper tasted like, so I thought <laughs> stitched I up like a Qatari kipper. <laughs> That's good. So I thought. I thought I'd give it a go, and it tasted very much like any other kibber, really, from around the world. So that, that you know, it's another another myth that I've yeah. exploded. Kippers taste the same in Qatar <laughs> I, I, as anywhere else. They and, do a nice and, Spanish and, one. Uh, try them. They, they do the kipper Aritha Belaga, which is good. which I mean, is nice. So try those. They're in a kind of, like they're, they're, of they're in a Spanish <laughs> sauce. They're very nice. <laughs> That's two myths. The one about the kippers and the one about the weather. Because okay. yes, once again, it has been raining today. Uh, it's, it's, we've not seen the sunshine, overcast, rain for most of the day. The national Qatar parade that I, I went down to look at this morning uh, was curtailed early because of the weather, and it is positively chilly. Wow. Forget about suntan lotion and shorts. I'm actually cold. I've got <laughs> goosebumps. The trouble with the Aretha Balaga kippers is they cost an absolute fortune and they're a bit flimsy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. The satire continues. Absolutely. Um, now, we yeah. should, should we get to the... Uh, Let's get to where we'll come. We'll mm. talk more in a moment. But yesterday, we, we've got another quest for you today, uh, Moose. Now, I know it's obviously match day, which might make it a bit more difficult. But anyway, we'll, we'll try and make it a relatively easy one. But uh, yesterday, in light of the fact that the world custard creamy in record had been smashed at the weekend, mm. eight custard creams in a minute, um, we thought we would send you in search of custard creams uh, in Qatar. We thought that would be a, quite a difficult uh, thing to do. So um, uh, you did that, and this is how it all unfolded. Excuse me, you're a volunteer, yeah? yeah. Uh, I'm from English Radio, from London, in England. Yeah, you know where that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking for a custard cream. It's a biscuit. Yeah. Where can I buy custard creams in Doha? Custard cream? Yeah. It's like, it's like a biscuit. It's like a, a little biscuit on top, a little biscuit on the bottom, and a little bit of custard. Uh, cream. Yeah. yeah. You have to go to a supermarket, you right? Which market? Village market there. Oh, there's a market over there? Yeah. Okay. Village mall. Do you eat custard creams over here? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay, all right, thank you. Right, I'm off to the market. See if I can buy some custard creams. This could be the tap-in to end all tap-ins. Okay, so here I am. I've come to a, what looks like a supermarket-type place. And surely they must do custard creams in here. I'm going to ask this gentleman. Excuse me, do you do custard creams in here? What did you say? Custard creams. Custard? Custard creams. Biscuits. Yes, sir. 
this you see this just uh, the other side there yeah and uh, they do biscuit cups of cream biscuit yes anyone uh, biscuit yeah uh, dear okay thank you okay possibly this could be the moment we get the custard creams so here i am i'm in the supermarket this is my last chance i think of finding what's your name my name is gokarna okay um custard creams custard cream uh actually i don't have idea so i will call um, it it's like a bit two lots of biscuit with custard in the middle okay just a bit ah uh, boss just a bit oh the boss we're gonna get the no, boss okay he's gonna get the boss this is not looking as promising as it was a couple of minutes ago. There's loads of biscuits in front of me, but I can't see custard creams anywhere. Um, something looks like an Oreo. Oh, it is an Oreo, it says Oreo, isn't it? Um, digestives. Custard creams. Do you know what? Custard, custard cream biscuit. Do you have a picture, sir? Do I have a picture of it? It's like a biscuit. Two is a biscuit with a bit of custard in the middle. Just only this section. Should be in this section, we reckon, okay. It must have custard cream. Somebody find me a custard cream. Oh, he's on the phone now. That's Oreos. That's not the same thing. Like Oreos, but but Oreo. but like no, no. One? yeah, but it's not Oreos. It's like got custard in it. Ah, oh, here we go. No, that's mango, mango, strawberry, orange. It's like that, but got custard. We're struggling here, aren't we? Oh my word, would you believe it? they've got everything here bar custard. Berry fruits, orange, chocolate creams. They've got bourbons. I think we, I don't think we're going to get the custard creams. No, I've, I'm going to have to take the, uh, the mango one. Thank you. Welcome, sir. <laughs> well done, Moose. It's, uh, yeah, very good. Very the, uh, we were told by a TalkSport listener who lives in Doha and was listening yesterday, they sold them in M&S about 50 yards from where you were standing yesterday doing your report. <laughs> but we didn't so, want to tell oh, you. Oh, we oh. didn't want to tell you. I, 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 honestly, I went into the shop, which looked enormous. And I thought, and, and the security guard looked at me like I was mad, you know, didn't know what I was on about. And then when the bloke went to get his boss, I mean, crikey, I'm only after a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not after negotiated a job or buy the place <laughs> never mind uh, what we well. decided to do maybe today is for, we want you to find to feel at home there and mm. we, we we thought it might be quite nice if you could uh, either track down the doha west ham supporters club or find find <laughs> find anybody who supports west ham and could tell you anything about west ham in doha uh, apart yeah, from local, the Liverpool fans, obviously, obviously yeah, yeah, locals, you can get the little yeah. down there. <laughs> uh, some Cockney bloke from solid, East End. It's a solid three points, is what the Liverpool fans will say. But, um, but yeah, if you, can, if you can find a bit of the old country and make you feel it, like they must have a Doha supporters club. They must all get together and watch yeah, the, the Hammers games. I'll have a look at that, yeah. All right, uh, yeah, yeah, find no, a bit no, of the old country. Just ask some locals what they make of Robert Snodgrass' form and whether you should be playing Alair and Antonio up front together. More often, just just get some of the locals on that. If not, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, what they think, what they think of Pellegrini. Yeah, no, no problem about that. Because and, and this side tomorrow, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going going to be on. A, hopefully, going to be on a camel. Uh, oh yeah, that, they're told the camel. That'll be good. Have you ridden oh, a camel yes, before? This, it's yeah. it's have you? I've, I've, have you I've done it? Andy? Camel, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, I mean, you're very high up, aren't you? That's very. The, it's a bit you, of a shock. So they give you like a safety first. belt. No, 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 it's it's it's, uh, it's an experience, man. I think you'll probably enjoy it. The, cam- hey, what, what the camel's listening now, going, "Oh no!" Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, going to need a bigger boat. The, Listen, um, I don't, 
I don't think Arthur the camel is listening, but if he is, I mean, do I hang on to his ears or, or just a hump bit? No, don't hold, don't hang on bit. to his ears. It may take off. <laughs> There's other parts you, won't, you don't want to hang on to either, but yeah, you'll be you'll get some guidance. <laughs> um, tonight's game, Moose, are you looking forward to it? Yes. It should be an experience, shouldn't it? I mean, is there, how many Liverpool fans do you think have travelled? Is is, have you seen a few around? Seen loads around, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't think as many as from uh, Flamengo. I mean, I think they're expecting what six or seven thousand Liverpool fans, but okay. a lot of those Pretty good. could be could be expats as well. Like, they don't really live over here. Um, the one thing I would say, I've just been looking around the stadium because don't forget this pitch was played on twice yesterday, and we have had a lot of rain on it um, over the last twenty four hours. But I was speaking to one of the groundsmen, and he, he said it, it was absolutely fine. I mean, the, the artificial grass that surround the that is where you know the, the behind the goal and also where the the the, um, the managers dugouts yeah. are. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, for that, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> they're quite saturated. They're quite saturated. But in terms of the pitch itself, I'm told that it's in really good condition. And don't forget, there's two more games on this pitch on on Saturday, the third and fourth place playoff and the final as well. I mean, I, I expect Liverpool to win tonight. They should be they should be too good. It'll be a sad day for the Premier League if no one to this point this season has managed to beat Liverpool and they come over here and the team from Mexico managed to uh, managed to beat them. But I don't think they will. I think Liverpool will win and, and then set up that game against Flamengo, uh, obviously, which we'll have live on TalkSport 2 on Saturday. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Small face, of course, in Shalla La La Lee. A lot of people may not uh, be aware. I wasn't until my old uh, mate Dan Meyer put it on uh, social media early on that it was co-written by Kenny Lynch. And very sad news today that uh, Kenny had uh, passed away, aged uh, 81. Mm. And uh, someone joined us in the studio many years ago. He was a huge sports fan. I mean, loved yeah. his cricket. He, he, he was big like a, football he, fan, boxing, golf. Yeah, golf, so much, of course, golf. Yeah, he was yeah. so much a sort of. He was like Mr. Showbiz in a way. You yeah. talk about Tarby, Brucey, Lynchy. They they they, yeah, they were the like our version of the Rat Pack. The, the Showbiz, sense. yeah, they yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> golfing triumvirate, weren't they? They, 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 they were, were always on TV, friendly with footballers and Bobby Moore. Big mates with like Bobby that. Moore. Big yeah, mates sure. with with uh, George Best uh, as mm. well, and also played in Michael Parkinson's mm. celebrity cricket team for years. Played uh, in lots of uh, celebrity football matches over the years. Yeah, the boss said he had a record, com- uh, record company in, in Park Lane and, really? uh, and an office there. And he, he had a big hit it. with the old uh, King and Goffin uh, up on the roof. I was there. It yeah. was there. Yeah, I love that. Song. He I was had playing a, that this he morning. Had a, he yeah. had a big hit with it, didn't Excellent. he? Excellent. And um, also, he sent me a, I think he sent it to you as well, a, a sort of documentary on Kenny Lynch. And it starts off, this documentary, with him. In a boxing gym, I mean. Yeah. It's a little he, trip he, around the East End, isn't I know, it? He but does, you, yeah. When you first see you think, is that Muhammad Ali? There's something about, yeah. you know, just the way he moves. And, and he must have been quite a decent fighter. Yeah. So, obviously not that level, but... Uh, no, but I was really, yeah, really sad to hear that today. Yeah. It's just a you know, kind of showbiz fixture and it's something you kind of grew up watching. So, really sad news Yeah, cup final day, Tarby's star bar oh, and yeah, all he was, that. He, was, he that, was always it? about, wasn't yeah. he? So, yeah, really sad to hear that yeah. today. So, um, still to come this afternoon, we will be chatting to Tim Vickery. Uh, we all know from our regular chats with him how much mm. they love the World 
uh, Club Cup and um, <laughs> and we'll find out if Liverpool do after tonight. I think they should see off Monterey, uh, you, you would expect. But yes. um, the game, if they do make the final, the game against Flamengo will be interesting at the weekend. Oh, yeah, the atmosphere will be good. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if you've seen that somebody pointed out in the Times today that the new Welsh secretary, Simon Hart, has a real look of Brian Clough about him. And I'm always a bit oh, skept- I did notice that. I'm yeah. a bit sceptical about lookalikes, you know, because you think, oh, yeah, it's always in the eye of the beholder. But <laughs> to me, he really does look like Brian Clough. There's a real lightness yeah. to him. So, um, and a couple of other lookalikes. One of, well, so the only one I've noticed is that uh, the new Everton manager, uh, well, soon to be Carlo Ancelotti, <laughs> is looking more like, more more. More like oh. Frankie Howard <laughs> with each passing year. I'm just, he's, maybe you'll start acting, you know, he said, well, when did we play in the cup? Was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday. No, when, no, it was Wednesday. Yeah, he's going to start doing all the. Oh, no! He's going to start doing all of that. So. Yeah. It does look more is, that uh, eyebrow, the great eyebrow. We look forward to seeing that back in mm. in the Premier League when he gets asked uh, a question after a game by a journalist yeah. in the old tunnel and the old eyebrow goes up. He's a good communicator as well. Yeah. So. Um, if ever, any Evertonians mm. listening this afternoon, you go and check out the book that he uh, wrote a few, he bought about three years ago, he came in and mm. saw us to chat about it. It's, uh, it's not really an autobiography. It's kind of life lessons in management and he kind of tells it through his own experiences. But it really does give you uh, a kind of feel for the guy and the way insight, yeah. the way he operates. So it's 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 there on. I think, I think they're it. going to play a bit of that interview on possibly on game day on Saturday. But oh, okay. They're, they're on the station, they are going to, they've dug it out. So, so it's about it's only about a sort of tenner on Amazon or whatever uh, on paperback, and you can get it on your Kindle for about seven quid. But it it's highly entertaining. It's called Quiet Leadership: Winning Hearts, Minds, and Matches, and we'll give you an insight into your new gaffer. And, you know, you're talking about Gary Bloom uh, getting people at it for Oxford. We're going to chat to Gary later, yeah. yeah. (laughs) There's a bit in the paper this morning. Colchester manager John McGreal has ordered his team not to freeze tonight. You think, he can't really do that. Has he really ordered them? Does he mean freeze in football terms (laughs) or not not get cold? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, I think he means freeze in football terms. Now, people, they like a drink Mm. at Christmas, I think it's fair to say, don't they? So this this is some very useful uh, research um, from the university of Brighton and they have given the spirits or the drinks uh, that, mm. that people should be wary of because uh, they say that sherry and port are the optimum way of getting very drunk very fast that's not helpful advice no people. it's not to tell you but that's not telling you to do that it's <laughs> yeah, doing, but you know exactly what people, kids will go it's oh, not that a challenge good. <laughs> kids it's not a challenge <clears throat> well you know the kids they make the point said, like beer is about um, mm. like, so it all comes down to the kind of percentages in, in various things and 45 mm. wines also guarantee you the most acute headache apparently yeah, so you want to kind of keep good. away from them so it's saying uh, it's all to do with concentration beer's got a 5% maximum so you have to drink quite a lot of uh, volume to get drunk mm. they said uh, at the same end of the spectrum you've got uh, sorry at the other end of the spectrum you've got whiskey which is about 40% mm. and what that does is that burning sensation in your stomach stops it being taken up they say but uh, yeah getting very drunk very fast is in that 20% bracket and that's where Sherry and Paul. Well, also anything sweet that you knock back. You know, yeah. Sort of that sort Glasses of fizz often go straight to your head. They say if you have that feeling when you have a drink, it's because the carbonation. <laughs> the NS Sherlock Institute. It's the carbonation <laughs> really? causes it to be taken up quicker. But yeah, fizz does go straight <laughs> to your head. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and, the, and, the, and the good doctor um, from the University <laughs> of 
of uh, Brighton adds, don't have chasers. No, really? Okay. Don't ever have a pint of lager and a whiskey chaser. <laughs> well, great because advice. you're turning the 4% lager into an effective 10%, which is right up there. Very true. Yeah, so do you want, you want things to do? Yes. This is, these are tips from, okay. from the very top. Well, that's good. Uh, Alan, you're listening? The yeah. safest thing to do, he says, is drink a large glass of water before you go to bed. Alcohol has a dehydrating effect because of an increased yeah, number of trips that, to the bathroom, so water at the end of the night lessens that impact. If you really want to drink the hard stuff without writing off the next day, vodka should be your spirit of choice. This is terrible Vodka advice. is literally <laughs> just water and alcohol, um, says the, the good doctor. Oh, so yeah, there we really? are. No excuses. Well, it has now. quite an effect on me in Russia, so I'm not sure that's... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it made you a bit punchy, didn't it? Yeah, it was a bit of a shock. Yes. They've just announced the top ten products of the year. Oh, but yeah. once again, it's a completely spurious list because you can't compare them. I mean, for example, number one is the Hyundai Kong Electric. It's obviously an electric car. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, number, number five is, uh, no, number six, the R-Cup Leak-Proof Travel Cup. They're not, they're not like for like, are they? Really, you can't really compare them. But how do you how do you get a position in that? You can't really. Can you? Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, this is, we could be debating this, or hopefully we're not. I mean, but you, we you could gotta, be if you're a fan of the day. LG fridge freezer, you'll be quite disappointed. It only came in at number ten. He was a great player, LG fridge freezer. I remember him. He was at uh, Derbyshire for about two years, wasn't he? Never got the chance to play for England. No, not no, at he all. Was, was very good. What can you do? And uh, there's also a bloke went into Weatherspoons yesterday. Yeah. And I gather that they'd ran out of or were unable to provide... Not beer. No, pig... Well, that would have been bad. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. So they had a problem with the bacon supplies. But the, the people take to social media, honestly, it's incredible. This bloke says, I'm no chef, but I'm pretty sure my pigs in blankets are meant to come with the blankets. Well, obviously, they didn't have them. Cheers. Son's crying. You think, really? <laughs> He's got to get a grip, your son, whoever he is. Say, yes, really. If he's crying because he hasn't got a bit of bacon wrapped around his sausage, <laughs> yeah. then he needs to have Good a good, long hard, long, hard look at himself. <laughs> well, that's what I think. And especially as it's this time of year, you know, presumably he's going to have another Christmas dinner next week. That won't be his only Christmas dinner, yeah. we would imagine. So, you know, he'll get the opportunity to have the pigs and blankets. So, Okay, well, let's no, no, no not overanalyse it. <laughs> Blimey. Uh, well, now, we, you go on that theory, I wouldn't up be We We... we <laughs> We mentioned earlier yeah. on that the moose had had quite an interesting uh, breakfast was. over in mm. uh, Qatar, and uh, we only mentioned the kippers and the croissant. Mm. But what he also had alongside it were scrambled egg and noodles. So that was his <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> noodles, a croissant, scrambled <laughs> egg and a kipper. He'd love the breakfast in China. If you stay in a nice hotel in China, what you get is you get the like, fantastic western section. Yeah. And then you, get the, you also get the Chinese breakfast section. So you can have like bacon and egg with noodles if if that's well, your choice. Why would you? Why would you do? Why would you cross contaminate various? <laughs> I didn't. Food I, groups. I, I sort of went for the try a bit of the Chinese first, then the then the, yeah. the full. The point was Chinese. made by John Norman, our cricket correspondent, <laughs> and Ben Fletcher that that the moose used to basically. Oh, yeah. Get that concoction back in our old uh, offices. Thankfully, there isn't a microwave in this one. But mm. the moose would put that concoction in a microwave and stink the office out, wouldn't <laughs> it? Vile. You could taste the air. Even Robin Chernoff, who hasn't worked for us for about three or four years, he joined in and said, well, it brought back, "I remember the smell." It she brought said. back those memories. It's just uh, the moose and his and and it was basically everything he ate smelt of copy decks. Remember that carpet glue you used to mess with at school. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, everything the moose ate smelt of copy decks once nice, it had gone through it? that uh, that process. So um, yeah, 
not nice. No, not really. What can you do? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow from one. Uh, enjoy all the football, the sport tonight, and uh, thanks ever so much for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.